keep the commandments or be perfect. Well, yesterday at our gift-based ministry seminar with Father Jonathan Ivanov, we discussed what it means to be perfect. Now, it just so happens that when I left yesterday after lunch, I ran out to get him a dinner because his plane left like 7 o'clock and he had to leave here at 5.40. He wasn't going to get a chance to eat. So I ran out to get him a dinner. Well, wouldn't you know, there was a long line at Subway and I got back late. So I didn't get to introduce him. But I wanted to tell people that if they had any doubts about Father Jonathan and the uh, ONCD program that he and I talked for a long time coming from back from the airport. And it turns out that he's a cradle Orthodox, Bulgarian Orthodox. And he left the church for a while to go into the Episcopal Church as a teenager. And while he was there, he started asking questions, and the answers that he got did not satisfy him. And the biggest one was, whatever happened to the early church? Well, the answer was, ah, it disappeared and then came back in the 15th century. He said, nah, that sounds a little screwy to me. So he came back. And he came back to the church, but even before he had heard of ONCD, the Orthodox Natural Church Development, he was doing that in his parishes. Wherever he would go, he'd say, we're not a healthy body. What can we do to become more healthy? So as the third step in our process of the ONCD program, we did the gift-based ministry test, and I saw a lot of light bulbs going on yesterday. People were going, now I understand. That's what's happening in me. I saw people nodding. This makes sense. I also saw some reluctant Jonas. Really? Me? A missionary? No way. I'm not a missionary. I'm fleeing to Tarshish. Now, obviously, this was just an introduction. It was a one-day seminar. I was there to plant seeds to help us to ask questions, to begin to reflect on the Holy Spirit's work in us, to digest these concepts, these ideas, and to pray about them. It did point out a, very, a few important concepts about church life and church health and church growth, both yours and mine and ours collectively. And he told me, you know what, people are afraid of this. It sounds Protestant or it sounds not Orthodox, but it's just a tool. And we see it and we find it supported both in Scripture, urged to use our gifts, for the building up of the body, and in the fathers. St. John Chrysostom points out that a, an episcopos, a bishop, is not worthy of his salt if he is not empowering the people to use their gifts for the building up of the kingdom. So, in all this we began to see, hmm, 
we're not all the same. We each have our own proclivities, our own talents, our own strengths. Some of us are Marthas. We like to work. We like to get things done. Some of us are Marys. We like to sit and contemplate and pray. Some of us are Thomases. Yesterday, that was the biggest group. They're intellectual. They're analytical. They're reflective. Some of us were Moses. The two priests ended up in that group. <laughs> Commitment and sense of duty. Not a lot of power behind it, but we like to stay committed. And then there's some Jonas in the group. They have knowledge of God and His power. They just don't want to do it. And then there's the Peters. They're active and enthusiastic. But sometimes they get out ahead of themselves. So there's a little of each of that in each of us. But we have dominant tendencies. And the better we know them, the more effective we can be in ministry. Another thing we learned that, like the saints, we all have strengths and weaknesses, and yet God uses us. If you look at the lives of the saints, none of them were perfect. They all had their downfalls and their Achilles heel. But God condescended to use them. And even sometimes if they were reluctant, like Moses. Oh, don't send me. I can't speak very well. Well, I'll give you Aaron. Well, they're not going to listen to me anyway, or him. Find somebody else. But God prevailed and used Moses. So the more we understand ourselves and the gifts that God has placed in us, and with the power of the Holy Spirit inspiring and guiding us, the more perfect we will be. I've often said, I'm not a rockin' scientist. I could have never planned this life. In fact, I often feel guilty. Why do I deserve this? I get to paint. I get to preach. I get to listen to people's problems. They trust me. I get to celebrate the divine liturgy. Who? Am I? It's not that I don't have frustrations, struggles, trials, temptations, disappointments. We all do. It's just that they don't compare to the glory that is being revealed in each of us. So it goes as we are each guided by the Holy Spirit and that reality begins to affect us as a body we become healthier. We become more dynamic and we become more effective. Now, we do have diversity. We're not all the same, but we are all members of the body of Christ by virtue of our baptism and chrismation. And as such, we've been given gifts for the upbuilding of the body. And the body will function as long as we come to church and obey the commandments. Notice I said it will function. But just functioning doesn't fulfill us. 
Listen to the young man in the gospel lesson today. He was obeying all the commandments, but something was missing. He wanted more. And Christ told him, one thing is lacking. If you really want to be perfect, trust God entirely. Sell all you have and follow me and you will have treasures in the kingdom of heaven. This is a call individually and this is a call as a community. None of us are perfect. The others have gifts that I don't have. When we are all humble and we offer them and we receive the gifts of others without judging them, then we are all stronger for it. And the witness of Christ and the kingdom of heaven in our midst is more evident. So we have to tear down the walls of fear, the walls of doubt, the walls of unbelief, and follow Christ to the degree that we can follow Christ as a body, more perfectly yielding to the Holy Spirit. This is the degree that we can experience and see the kingdom of God. Of course, this is not a static thing. As you become healthier, more people come in and say, what's this? This is beautiful. But as those people come in, they bring with them their baggage, their sins, their trials, their transgressions. And so it's an ongoing process that we need to be vigilant and continually return to God. When we said today at the beginning of the liturgy, blessed is the kingdom of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. That is what constitutes the church. When we gather as a body of believers with Christ in our midst. You miss that? The trains left the station. We must be here for that and participate that knowing that that is our real life. That is our source of being. Then we take that out into the world. But this is what life is really all about. And as we understand that, and as we experience that, then our faith gets stronger, the expression of our gifts gets stronger, and begins to grow and expand. May God continue to bless us and direct our path according to His holy will. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.